Hey friends, I'm Becky Davidson, host of the Rising Above Ministries podcast, where we share stories of hope, inspiration, and encouragement from special needs families from around the world. This week, you get to hear from my friend, Jade Cross. And Jade and I have been friends for many years, and I have gotten to see her grow and mature in her walk as a special needs mom. And it has been a beautiful thing to witness. And Jade is married to her middle school sweetheart, Cody, and they have two daughters, Carter, who is nine, and Cambry, who is 15, who has nonverbal autism. And we had such a great conversation. And part of the things that we talked about was one of the things that has helped her on her journey as a special needs mom is learning to see the flip side. And we actually have a small group study on our website that's downloadable called The Flip Side. So if you want to know more about that and more about how you can learn to see the flip side and learn to find the things that are positive about the special needs journey, be sure to check that out. And we'll add a link in the show notes for you to find out more about that. I know that you're going to be encouraged by what Jade has to say. So have a listen to the conversation I had recently with my friend, Jade Cross. Hey, Jade, thank you so much for joining me today for the podcast. Hi. Hey, it's, you know, I feel like I haven't seen you in so long. And so I'm glad that I at least get to see you, even if it's via Zoom, that I can see your face because it's been a while. Yeah, yes, it has. Kind of uh, stuck at home or stuck not really being in crowds. And it's it's been challenging. So I'm glad to get to see you. Yes, you do. Now, you are a veteran to the Rising Above podcast because you were on you were on an episode. Goodness, was that a year and a half ago, maybe? Probably. Probably. Yeah, where we did an episode on surviving holidays and you were with our friend Emily talking about that. So people will have to go back and listen to that one because that was a great podcast just talking about how we can survive those uh times when we're together with family that can be a little tricky sometimes. So we'll, we'll add a link to that episode in the, uh, in the, the show notes. But as we get started today, for the listeners who don't know who you are, can you tell us just a little bit about your family and what uh, your life looks like? Yes, um, I am Jade, of course, and I'm married to Cody. We've been married for 16 years this past August 20th with our anniversary and you you all dated like you all were high school sweethearts or probably middle school sweethearts if I'm if it, if I'm actually yes Cambry's age actually we started dating when Cambry's age so wow. it's weird it's weird but yeah um we have Cambry which is 15 and then Carter uh she is just turned nine so um I can't Cambry believe is yeah I can't believe she's 15 I know that just well yeah. sorry she'll wait 15 October 4th which that, that's it's a month away. It, we, so, we count yeah. ahead. John Alex is yes, 24 in a couple of weeks. So yeah, that's wow. It's crazy. Yes. But yeah. Um, Cambry, she um nonverbal autism. Um, but uh she she communicates through a uh on her iPad with a device. So mm-hmm. so she 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 has her feelings and she lets them be known through that very much so which is very much which so. is great well you know think back to those early years when you started finding out about Cambry and her diagnosis what was that process like for you 
um, with Cameron, you know, because it's not very common that we see girls with autism. And so what did that process look like for you guys? Early on, um, of course she wasn't talking was, I mean, she, she would say little words, but, um, nothing, you know, no sentences or, um, anything like that. When she was about three, she would watch her shows on TV. It would just be certain ones. And, um, we would notice that she would, um, go, you know, go in front of the TV and then we would like scroll down with the remote to her show and she would know which one she would want to watch without even, um, you know, be able to tell us. And, um, but we knew something was different Mm. early on, but we really didn't get, um, an official diagnosis until she started school Mm -hmm. just because, um, we needed that for services, which, um, we, I mean, through the school, we never took her like to get a, a formal diagnosis right. through a doctor or anything, but, um, she still, I mean, she, when she started school, she totally, it really changed communication and her behaviors. They changed so much when she for started the, for school. For the better? When you say yes. change. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. They were a lot better. Yes. Yeah. Cause she um, yes. had that structure and had a way to communicate and yes. things like that. Yeah. Yes. Yep. It was so much, it changed. So she was a different child. So how does that, how does it impact her now at almost 15? What's her day-to-day like now? She lives for school. School Mm -hmm. is her, it's getting up, the schedule, um, the routine. She loves getting up and going to school. When that, when we were in quarantine, of course, you know, last year, it was awful. She it her day to day she I mean you could tell it really she struggled yeah yes but she loves her going to getting to school she loves going to her teachers she loves the kids she love they said they call her the mascot now of um, her school so they love I mean she, they love her and she loves going and it's just it's been awesome she's very social she loves very, being, very social. Yeah. She loves being very cool. And um, well, now I know you have another daughter, Carter, who I can't believe she's nine. I've known you, it seems like for such a long time now. And so mm-hmm. to think that your girls are 15 and nine just kind of blow my mind away. Uh-huh. But Carter, she is, she is a just an amazing girl as well. And I love the interaction that the two of them have. Now I haven't seen them together in a while. But how does, how does Carter relate to Cambry and how, how do they find ways to interact with each other? When they were smaller, it was a lot easier, I guess, because Carter now is getting hormones <laughs> and she's very moody a lot now. So it's, she's very distant. She's kind of distant now. Okay. Um, she kind of does her own thing now, but I mean, I catch glimpses of it, um, like where this past weekend we went to the lake and just you know she would give her rocks to throw Cambry loves to throw rocks in the water and like watch the splash and I'd find you know Carter handing her rocks mm-hmm. and she would say oh this one looks like Cambry would like this rock and she'd oh, take it to her so and just like you know the little stuff you know yeah. the little that she knows that Cambry would like but now um we we have to do a lot of things separately mm-hmm. um 
just because Cambry can't go and do yeah. Carter started cheer. So Cambry's been to one ball game, but she just it's too much. She doesn't she doesn't enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, she gets yeah. so like she likes it for a little while, but she's just over it. I mean, she don't like um it's it's loud and hot. And I mean, she don't but she like she likes to see Carter out there doing her thing, but then she's she's, she's done. done. She's ready yes. to go. Yeah, yeah, she's ready to go. Well, and I hear but, that from so many families that, you know, you you kind of divide and conquer because especially with our kids on the spectrum, they can't handle so many of those things where it's overstimulating. And so you have to then find ways to make it work for your family. And, you know, I yeah, know it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, of course, it's different. Like you'll see, I'm sure people will be like, where, if they see us out and be like, where's Cambry every, you know, every time, but she can't go and do a lot of stuff with us. So usually my mom, my yeah. mom usually stays or Cody will stay and, you know, with her or do different, you know, take it time about. Yeah. So I know your, your mom, I've seen, I know your mom because she comes to so many of our rising above events with you to be your support. And so you actually, I know a lot of people don't have good family support, but you are really blessed to have help. So share how your family comes alongside and helps you. Yes, they sure do. My mom and dad, um, they, I mean, that if I, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't know what to do yeah. on, they've adopted like every Friday night, Cambry knows it's Friday and she knows it's Friday night with them. Friday night and Saturday night, Saturday like Cambry goes to their house and she has the hot tub she has the grandma things and mm-hmm. she just she just but then also she whatever I need I mean if I need her to come watch her for a few minutes while I have an appointment or I mean she always always is there to fill in for to help you yeah always of course I mean I don't I can't trust anybody to keep Cambry because I mean know being her being on verbal you can't really rely on anybody that doesn't know her that doesn't mm-hmm. know that what she can and can't do and um take her cues when she needs to go to the bathroom or mm-hmm. uh get a drink you know just my mom know I mean she has been there right there with me mm-hmm. there there it also she'll know before she's even thirsty when to get her a drink mm-hmm. or when she's hungry or so she knows. She I mean, and, her. yeah. Yes. Plus, she has a background. She was a special ed teacher for thirty years, so she kind of under. I mean, she understands it all. Not it. I mean, she didn't. What from a grandma standpoint, right? Right. But, but um, she, she's coming into it with knowledge that a lot of people don't yeah. have. Yeah. Yes, and <clears throat> it's funny how the way that God shows up in times like you know, yeah, through that and just the little things. Um, my best friend, she, um she was a peer buddy and when she was in high school with kids with autism. So it's just like the little pe- the people that God's placed in my mm-hmm. life. No, you know, kind of knows. And that's still there now. Yeah. That's still my friend or, and my mom. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's been a blessing to have the d- different people that still here that knows. Yeah. That was actually my next question. You've already answered it, but I was going to ask, how stuff. have you seen God show up and guide you on this journey. And I know you would say your parents and your family and your friend, are there other ways that you've seen God just like, okay, this is what you need to do. And here's, I'm going to, that that you know that God's helping you and guiding you. Well, yeah. I mean, through you, I I mean, before I met met you and through that, I was a different person. I saw things 
totally different than I do now, just because in hearing Jeff say that, um, talk about the seeing the, uh, the flip side, mm-hmm. seeing, well, she's turning 15 and, uh, this light is at a funeral the other day. I was at the funeral home, this little old lady, bless her. She don't, I mean, she did, she knows I, she asked about my kids and how old they were. And I said, well, one's about to be 15. She's like, oh, you're going to be getting your permit. Oh like, goodness. Yeah. I don't think so. And she's like, oh, you need a letter. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, and I just left it at, but then, I mean, you know, that kind of a gut punch, you know, a gut punch. And then I'm thinking, I'm thinking, well, you know, like I quickly thought, you know, what Jeff said, you know, she won't have to worry about her ever driving a car because she will never be driving. Not be driving. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just the, I would never say if I would have never met y'all, mm-hmm. I would never, I would have just been dwelling on that, you know, yeah. she should be getting a permit, but she's not. So, but, um, we'll have Carter to drive her. I mean, there you go. We'll have, yeah, we'll have Carter to be there. And I mean, it's, I just through rising above and then the certain friends I've met through mm-hmm. rising above, it's really been opening and yeah. game changing. Well, the flip side lesson is just like that. That is so life giving and life changing. I mean, it was for us just in so many ways. Like we had an incident this morning at our house. I won't go into details, but it was an early morning and it was, you know, one of those things that you kind of don't want to deal with right when you get up first thing in the morning. But uh-huh. I, I, honestly, I was just J.A.'s grinning from ear to ear. And I just start laughing and I'm like, well, buddy, let's go. You know, it's just like, you have a choice in those moments as to whether you're going to just spiral down into the pit. And sometimes we do. I mean, that's just the reality of it. We just do. But, or whether we're just going to go, okay, you know what, let's, what are we grateful for? Well, I'm great. You know, we, we started naming off things we're grateful for. And, um, you've, I, I have seen you years ago, I kind of been through this process with you and see you seeing you change and grow and mature, um, in your walk as a special needs mom. And, uh, it it's, it's freeing, isn't it? Almost. Yes. Very much. When you can see the flip side. Yes. Yeah. So Cambry is now, like you said, 15, uh, you're hitting those teenage years, full force. You're hitting puberty. Yes. And, um, you know, I remember early on when she was hitting puberty, you were really concerned. We're not going to go into details, but you were really concerned about what happens in puberty. Yes. Yes. I remember all the conversations we had and just, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? But how she handled it beautifully. Did she not? I mean, she, did. she was, it was amazing. I, I was so nervous and so hesitant on it all. Um, cause I didn't know how to, I mean, I read the books, but I still, when it got down to it, I mean, how do you until you're that? in it? Yeah. Yeah. Until you're in it. Cause every, of course, you know, every kid's different. So I know sitting down with her with a book would not work. I mean, right. that wouldn't work for us. So, I mean, I just went to it full force and she, um, she was at school and she just, her teacher told me what was going on. And then I, she just did it herself. I mean, she just did all everything herself and it. She totally blowed us away. I mean, yeah. she's from still. She just, I mean, handles it like a champ. She puts her bandaid on and goes yeah. on. I mean, she just, she just, I don't know. It, yeah. it, she handled it way better than 
Yeah. I thought she would. And then, or then I do. I mean, she. Well, it made me think about how many times we think, I mean, I'm the worst at it. it thinking something, okay, we can't do this because this is going to be so bad or, you know, go to the worst case scenario. Uh, and then yet our kids just rally and surprise us time and time and time again. And that was a great yeah. example of that with her. Yes. That she just handled it like a champ. And, and, you know, God went before you in that too, to help in that situation. I'm yes. sure you would say that. Yes. Yeah. So what has Cambry taught you? What are some of the things that Cambry has taught you? So much stuff. I mean, the patience being one, I mean, to go into things, just being patient and um, just letting her, like you said, her guide, um, she's ha- like to always, and to always have a game plan, mm-hmm. like to always have something, you know what you're doing and be prepared. Know, <laughs> yes. And then have a plan for in case yeah. that falls, but, plan A, I mean, plan B, plan yes. C, plan yes. Z, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. everything, I mean, she needs, she loves schedule and structure. And if something, if that throws it off, you need something else. Yeah. And um, she's very uh, like directional. She knows like if we're going, if we tell her we're going to school, you go to school, you know, you don't go somewhere else. So, right. but I mean, like she's very, um, I don't even know what that word is. I mean, like she knows where like North, I mean, like if we head toward Cookville and if we can't, like if we're going to the Pigeon Forge or something, we'll have to go a certain way and she knows which way to go. Yeah. But if we, and I've know, I've noticed um like she got very for a while obsessed with like where we're going but now she's more lax and we're like okay we can actually drive around without her you know going crazy right and um and just to roll with the punches just whatever um just to be flexible I don't Mm -hmm. I mean she's just so unpredictable one day she'll be okay with something and the next day she won't she notices things that we wouldn't like a flickering of a light bulb that drives her crazy. Yeah. Like if it, if it's about to go out or something, she, she'll notice that. And just like to be on like guard, like if, you know, before trying to notice things before she does right. and try to, um, and like she, now she's wanting to like, when she leaves her room, she wants all the lights turned out. So we have to turn off all the lights, just things that normal people wouldn't ever think of Mm -hmm. we do we have to because she does and we're just try to be one step ahead of her right (laughs) and try to always have the ipad charger Mm -hmm. when i mean always have to know where that those are and um have things full charged ready to go yes yes yeah but she i don't the work to see the i would love to see the world through her Mm. eyes i mean she, she would i mean she sees no difference in nobody and she has no, she loves, she, I would love to love like she does. She, oh, yeah. it does, it doesn't, she has no difference and yeah. doesn't see a stranger. She lo- loves everybody. And I, I would love to just see the world through her eyes for one day. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you hope the world sees her? Oh, I would love to just to see her through like, her true self like her being her she's got a great sense of humor she is funny she is 
just her, her courage going every day, going out into the world, just mm. being nonverbal, being able just to no, no care in the world, mm. just, just going on. And like, cause I know, I mean, I know it's difficult. I mean, I cannot imagine being 15 years old and not being able to tell, you know, if you're hungry or if you're mad or why you're mad. And I don't just, I just, people just to see her for her inner beauty too. She's, mm-hmm. I mean, she, she's a beautiful girl, but just to see who she truly is yeah. and not, not just a nonverbal autistic, not, you know, say beyond those labels. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. She is a, she's a beautiful girl inside and out and just, um, just it always has such a sweet demeanor about her. I'm sure there are moments when she's not, but every time <laughs> I'm around her, she, uh, you know, the thing is what amazes me about our kids, you know, John Alex is nonverbal. He can't tell what he wants, but he seriously is joyful most all the time, unless he's not feeling well or something's amiss. He is smiling and happy and content. And I would just, I would love to have just an ounce of that for myself. Yes. I know. Yes. Yes. And she, every time, even like when she sang John Alex at the hero's ball, she, she loves her friends. Like yeah. she loves to see them. She, and like, and, and I don't know if it's something in her, she could like, if we're at Dollywood or if we're out and about and she, she sees somebody that she, that, you know, that you can tell is autistic or something that she automatically knows, mm-hmm. like she'll go up, you know, she'll yeah. go up and stand, stand next to them. And um, she knows, but I mean, I wish people could know that, you know, she, she wants to communicate, but she just, but she'll just go up and send to them and smile at them. And it's the sweetest thing. So sweet. So sweet. And, you know, you look at her life, she's almost 15. And so what are your hopes and dreams for her for the future? I want her to, I want her to have, you know, friends. I want her to be able to have somebody that she can go, go to or, um, and she did have a couple of beer buddies, but of course they've grown up. I mean, they're on in high school and doing their own thing. And, um, just friend, I want her to be able to have a job or somewhere, something she can go to one day, maybe, <laughs> I don't know if, I mean, what that looks like and the future does stuff like that does scare me. Cause I don't know, you know, you don't know what, um, what's going to happen. Right. And, um, I, I do want her to have some kind of steady job or somewhere to go when she gets out of high school to have meaning and purpose and yeah. Have a purpose yeah. I mean, yeah. That she can contribute and have something. Cause I know she'll get bored. Yeah. Um, well, and that's the thing. Our kids all have something to contribute, whether, whether they're nonverbal, whether they're, you know, whatever they, they have much to give to this world. And when people yes. can see that and, and find a way and, and it can look completely different. It doesn't have to look like what, um, what Carter's going to do, you know, obviously it won't. And so finding that path, um, I know yes. it's, it's, it's hard to think that far down the road. Um, but I know there are good plans for our kids. Yes. Every special needs parents, you know, the things that keeps us up at night is, you know, what's going to happen with our kids. Yeah. And, um, it's, that's, that's one of those things that is all, you know, every special need parent I've ever met, uh, that's been the thing that's like, that does, it keeps, keeps you up at night. Like what, what's the future going to be and what are we going to do? And, 
you know, and that can lead to discouragement and worry and fear. And so how do you keep from being discouraged? I just try to think of today. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I do when I do think about I do often, but then I try to think, just go back to the day and just yeah. try to go through and say, just do what I need to do today mm-hmm. and get her happy today. And then we'll just yeah. think about that later but I try I mean I try not to think about it too much because like you said it does get heavy and I try not to dwell on that too much I mean I want to have a plan and eventually I mean eventually we will um, but you don't have to today but, no but yeah. don't have to today yeah not not today yeah. just maybe tomorrow but yeah, yeah. <laughs> not today yeah I, I need to do better about doing today I'm I'm yeah. I'm, I'm a think too far into the future too often and so yeah I, I need I to listen to Jade and take that, <laughs> that counsel, counsel from Jade so yes you know one of the things I think that we have missed most back before COVID and was even a word you know even something we even thought of we would get together the local moms would get together and hang out and have that community together and so we haven't been able to do that and how how has that impacted you uh, yes. here over this last year and a half and what are you you know do you are you finding ways to be in community what are you trying to do yes I I love them you and them girls we I mean that was my on Thursday mornings that was my go-to I loved it that's I mean of course COVID and then we moved to Livingston so it's not easy to I mean, I haven't been to your, your Thursday right. thing yet. You so can. We're I mean, meeting it, this week. You can still come. I know. It's just um, moving. And I mean, I I read a, um, I've been reading like a blog. Mm-hmm. This uh, girl, she, um, I follow her on Facebook, but she also has a blog. I've been reading it some um, just to try to, because she's very uplifting. So I, I try to do that often yeah. when I find myself thinking things that I shouldn't yeah. I, I, I go to read I read her blog a lot um and then of course I've been read like referencing Jeff's book too um so just yeah just trying to find things to keep your head in yeah. the game and yeah yeah stay in that safe headspace it's I think for me it's it's my thoughts that get me every time you know I start thinking too much and so I've really like this past few weeks just been trying to go when my mind starts going there I'm supposed to stop just you you don't have to go there just stop you know and Mm -hmm. it's it's hard to do sometimes but it it really does like you know trying to live in the moment live today we don't have to worry about tomorrow and and guarding those thoughts um that's it's so critical on this journey as special needs mom so it is well, Jade, I thank you so much for taking this time to have this conversation with me. I know it's going to be a blessing to other moms who get to hear this and dads. And um, I'm just, I'm looking forward to getting to see you face to face here soon. And uh, so I am grateful for your time and for your friendship. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to the Rising Above Ministries podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a minute to leave us a rating and review. This helps others like you find our content more easily. You can learn more about how Rising Above Ministries is encouraging the special needs community by checking out our website at risingaboveministries.org or by finding us on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to connecting with you.